Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We hit the field light! All daylight! All night light! Here we go! Here we go! Ah! Keep it all! Keep it all! Keep it all! This is the Cleveland Sports Beat Podcast with James Rapine and Daryl Ryder on 923thefan.com. What up and welcome into another edition of the Cleveland Sports Beat Podcast. I'm James Erpine along with Daryl Ryder. This is our free agency primer. We're recording this just as the tampering period has begun. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to your questions and a, a mailbag of free agency Browns awesomeness coming up on the podcast. A quick reminder, you can subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast, including 923thefan.com. And while you're there, leave us a quick five-star review on iTunes. That way more Cleveland sports fans can find this podcast. We're going to go Browns heavy today because there's it's the offseason. We already have one move. We'll talk about the trade a little bit with Olivier Vernon and, uh, and what they did with Kevin Zeitler. So we'll do that. We'll answer your free agency questions all on this podcast. Uh, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm James Erpine. Let's dive right on into it. Daryl. I don't, I don't even know where to start. Should we start last week when the Browns made a trade already? Should we start today when we it's 14 minutes into tampering? Let's start there. Tampering period begun. It's 12-14 Eastern time. It started 14 minutes ago. Trent Brown reportedly, the Patriots' left tackle, has agreed to the richest tackle deal in history with the Oakland Raiders. Four years, $66 million. They got Ooh, it done in 10 minutes. Man, That's a hell crazy. of a job. Banging out a contract ten, in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. <laughs> they, they probably did not have it. They're not allowed. So there's no way they talked before. I don't, I don't. I don't know what was the bigger no joke: way. the Cleveland Browns from 1999 to 2017, or the fact that the NFL has a legal tampering period. Just call it free agency. Free agency is underway. Make it simple. You just can't sign the contract until the new league year. That's like fair. That, instead of coming up with this legal tampering. And by the nonsense. way, teams are agreeing to trades. Right. Yep. So, Browns, so why the hell can't you just agree to sign a play? Browns already have one with, uh, obviously, the Kevin Zeitler, uh, Olivier Vernon trade. Uh, we know that Joe Flacco is going to go from the Ravens to the Denver Broncos. That's already in the queue. John Elway loves tall quarterbacks. He How does. many times have you heard that joke? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, sorry, I, didn't, I, my, I left my rim shot at home. Um, so we're just in this, in, in this, you know, freeze time, if you will, as far as, like, official paperwork with the league office goes. But mm-hmm. free agency's underway. Uh, you can negotiate with anyone now. You can talk to anyone now and try and get deals done. Um, I, I wrote it uh, Monday morning uh, at 923thefan.com, some of my expectations of what uh, John Dorsey will be looking to do here mm-hmm. uh, in free agency. I think they got one big spend, high, you know, big ticket item mm-hmm. that they, you know, they can go spend for. And then I think everything else is going to be similar to what they did last year, where you're you're, you're talking guys in the three-year 10 to 15 or you know million dollar range you mm-hmm. know those those second and third tier free agents because you know last year Dorsey filled in 10 11 starting spots on the roster in addition to I think he brought in something like between 41 and 43 players it's a complete last overhaul year. right i mean it was a complete roster gut and he's not doing that this year 
He needs, well, let's see. Well, he might want another starting tight end since they're going to release Darren Fells. Um, the defensive tackle I wrote this morning, I think that's coming through the draft. I'm standing by that, it, especially with bringing in Olivier Vernon now, who's 15 and a half million bucks a year. And Miles Garrett next year, you're looking at he is going to get more than that probably per year. Sure. So you really want a rookie deal in there to be a you you need an impact player on or a manageable on, deal. You, you know, yeah, you're not uh, spending another 15 million on Endomican Sue. Right. Which I'm getting ahead to the mailbag there, but right. go ahead. Um so it just from from a roster cap management perspective it just makes perfect sense that that defensive tackle, that long athletic D tackle that he wants is going to come through the draft at 17, okay? Um you you need a new Sam linebacker because you got rid of Jamie Collins, okay? And I think that that is the position that they spend the money. I, I, I think, I'm with you. I think I, that I that's think linebacker, especially in a draft that, and it might not even be at 17, but in a draft that's a little shallower at linebacker, certainly more shallow at linebacker than defensive tackle, than defensive yep. line. Why wouldn't you try to address that need with a proven commodity? One that, honestly, if you looked at the linebackers in the Browns' defensive line, I think the linebackers need more help than the defensive right. line. So I, I think it's a no-brainer to address it with a right. proven commodity. And, and so when I look at this roster right now, James, like we're talking depth now, okay? We're not talking you have to go out and bring in, you know, you don't have to replace half your starting lineup in one offseason. You need you need a starting tight end potentially, uh, and you need a starting Sam linebacker. Your starting defensive tackle comes through the draft. You're pretty much set everywhere else as far as the starting lineup goes unless you want to go out and get another starting cornerback and I and, and the reason I say unless you want to do that because remember last year one of the bigger contracts that John Dorsey did give out was to TJ Carey it was that four-year deal I think it was in the 30 plus million dollar range okay mm-hmm. so you know he, you know Chris Hubbard was was another one of the so, so-called quote unquote big ticket items last year I'm setting aside Jarvis Landry's contract extension that doesn't count as a free agent ad just because well I know you acquired the guy through a trade but I looked at that as you extended your own guy so so I'm not going to count that as a free agency spend I'm going to count that as you kept your own guy spend and so while fans want to get real excited about this time of year and some of them we're going to get into it I know with the Q&A uh from fans um with a lot of the big names out there that'll catch your attention, get you all excited, and you think you're just going to throw some Monopoly money and bring all these guys in, and boom, all of a sudden, you're a Super Bowl contender. It's just not how you build a team long-term, and that's not how John Dorsey does business. And he said that at the Combine. Made it very clear. Yeah, he said just that, that he's going to take his time and build it right, essentially. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's uh, essentially what he said. Let's... Before we dive into free agency anymore, let's talk about that trade just for a second here. Okay. Because Olivier Vernon and a fourth-round pick, the Browns get in exchange for a fifth-round pick this year and Kevin Zeitler. I have my reservations about this. I understand it. I get it. Look, the, the Browns, for the first time in a long time, have their quarterback. They need to get after the other team's quarterback and protect their quarterback. Yep. You have to give up something of value in life, usually to get something of value. Olivier Vernon especially if he's your number two, makes a ton of sense as a pass rusher. So I totally get it. I understand it. And to pause you for a second, yeah. you can get out of his contract after this year. After this year. If he, do, if he Here's doesn't my play concern. to that level. Is this John Dorsey saying, I want my guy, Austin Corbett, to be to, to kind of show off? Because 
John Dorsey's gotten a ton of gotten a ton of things right since he's come here. But Kevin's like, I'll say this right now, and I don't think this is a hot take. Austin Corbett's not going to be as good as Kevin Zeitler. Probably not. In an ideal world, he'd be 80% of that maybe this year, next year, and the year after on just a cheaper deal. Kevin Zeitler's been durable. 12.4 million Why It sounds like a lot. I think the interior of that offensive line, very important in securing that. I have my reservations for it. I understand this deal, but if it doesn't work out, I'll look back and say, yeah, I was worried about it when I saw the deal happen. Like, I, I totally understand why why they're clearing the decks, by the way. When you spend the 33rd pick on someone, you expect them to contribute in year two. Mm-hmm. So I get that with Corbett. I also get why fans are a little restless, and I think that's okay. I let off the show on Saturday. All these people are almost worried. I, I filled in on Saturday, 8 to 11. People are worried about kind of critiquing or criticizing John Dorsey at all. I get it. He's done a lot of great things. It's also okay to say you have your reservations about this trade. Yeah, well, and he dealt from a position of strength, and I'd rather give up Zeitler than Betonio, all right? It helps the Giants. The the, the, the deal helps both teams. Yeah. And th- that's what m- those make the best trades, is when both teams benefit from it. The Giants get some help to keep Eli Manning's riding corpse of a career upright. <laughs> Meanwhile, they also dump a contract that they felt was a little, you know, too expensive for maybe the production that they were getting. Uh Meanwhile, the Browns, they get that bookend, the true Pro Bowl caliber bookend for Miles Garrett to be opposite him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Has some health concerns, a, though. Yeah, and they also reallocate the dollars because they, they have a lot of money invested in the offensive line mm-hmm. already, okay? And so basically what Dorsey did was shift the cap dollars from the offensive line to his pass rush. Especially, you look at it's all free agents. I'm trying to think. There, there isn't one rookie deal on that offensive line. Now there is, but there right. wasn't. I mean, right. we, because of the, the Robinson extension. Well, I know and, it's only one year, but and, still. Yeah, I mean, Hubbard, was. W- they brought him in from Pittsburgh. Yep. He, he cost, was pricey. Yeah, he cost the Browns uh, five years, $35.5 million, $15.15 million of that was guaranteed. Um, you had Betonio, whom you extended, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the few draft picks over the years that have panned out for the Browns. J.C. Treaders in the final year of his deal, I believe he's making around $7.5 million this year. Mm-hmm. He was a free agent signed by Sashi Brown back in 2016. Three, it was like a three-year deal. Uh, they brought him in from Green Bay. A- and then, of course, Zeitler was a free agent ad from Cincinnati. That was the five-year $60 million deal in 2016 mm-hmm. so that made him at the time the highest-paid guard in the league. So there's a lot of money that was spent on that offensive line. And so by shifting your dollars around a little bit, you know, just kind of rearranging the decks, uh, rearranging the chairs Mm -hmm. on the deck right now, I think that that, that's what Dorsey ultimately ended up doing. And And instead of getting a draft pick, a mid-round pick, you Which, get a proven commodity. Well, no, he he basically he turned he upgraded his pick. He turned a fifth round pick into a fourth. Sure, but but what I'm saying is is instead of getting just a third for Zeitler, someone right. would have get no one. You're not getting a first, right? One. But but instead he, you get that pass rusher that they were. He looking wanted for. to add, and I don't listen. I think that there's a chance he could make another trade too here. All right, I, I would say it's. I think there's a better chance. Likely. I think there's a better chance Dorsey makes a trade for a big ticket item than he just goes out and cuts a check for one. That's fair. Especially when you look at, and I know we've talked a lot about wide receivers and Odell Beckham, this free agent class, because I think I am of the belief 
the Browns are in on the wide receiver position. They want to get a wide oh, yeah. receiver. But Brashad Perriman, probably out the door. He's gone. I don't really think Drew they're going to love one. any of these rookie deal, like these yeah. rookies. Like I don't think they love anyone at 17. They'll probably be out of the mix on the high-end wide receivers in this class. So then are you banking on a second or third round pick? No, you're going to have to develop them. So I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if he went out and got a proof of commodity. Let's do that. We'll get to your mailbag questions coming up in about 10 minutes here on the Cleveland Sports Beat podcast. Daryl, what are some free agents, especially knowing the questions that we have in front of us? Well, and seeing some, what are some free agents? Not that the Browns are particularly interested in that you know of, but that you are. And I'll start, I'll give you one. Me, personally, there's a couple. Uh, one, I, I think you should look out, by the way, for for center in free agency slash draft. I think that that would be a uh, an ideal spot for the Browns to invest in to help the interior of that offensive line. Well, you got to have a you got you want to put a succession plan in place for Treader. For Treader, and if something happens to Corbett, but, if, if he doesn't play well, then you can slide right. slide him but over. But I'm, I'm going to tell you this: J.C. Treader is one of the toughest guys I have ever been around as far as what he played through last year. You're talking about playing through a high ankle sprain for half the football season. Wouldn't wouldn't practice Wednesday, Thursday. Would be okay enough to get out there and do the the half practice that they did on Fridays, okay? And then he'd be ready to play on Sunday. Um, that is one tough son of a gun. Uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for a guy like that. And those are the guys that John Dorsey likes. He likes guys that'll play through pain. Mm-hmm. That'll maybe that know. maybe they look at extending him. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. But, like I wouldn't be shocked at that, right? Why Why would you? But I do think he. I I don't think it's fair to just dismiss him. You know, I understand where you're coming from. You gotta, he, you oh, know. Oh, I, Dor- I'm almost looking at it as you, you draft almost a backup center slash backup alternate plan for Corbett, right? To to solidify that because now the interior of your line with the best quarterback you've had in three thirty years, <laughs> you know, is no longer. It's, honestly, it's it, I, it is is now a a little bit of a question mark. And if Treader does have another ankle sprain and can't play, then who's going to slide it? So that, to me, is how I look at that. So I, wa- I wanted to get that out there yeah. before we dive What don't quarterbacks like? Uh, pressure on their face. Yeah, pressure right up the middle. Yep. And and that's, you know. And with Baker, if it comes from the sides, he, you know, he, he could go one side or the here's, other. Here's why I'm. Interior cons- offensive line, especially with Hunt and in, in, yeah. in Chubb, is more valuable now than ever. Yeah, and here's why I'm concerned about the Corbett thing. Is just because he was he was such he was a guy that was without a position last year. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they tried him in a couple different spots. He he didn't really stick. Granted, there were some starters that were in front of him, but it, that that concerns me a little bit. Um, that's not to say that he can't go in this year and do a great job. Okay, he very well might. Um, I certainly I, listen. I, I know Dorsey loves Corbett. It's obviously he does. That's why he used the thirty third pick in the draft in on him, and uh, is showing this you know type of faith. But yeah, I mean I'm concerned because uh, J C Treader, or I'm sorry, uh, Kevin Zeitler, next to J C Treader, next to Joel Batonio, those are known quantities for me. Yes. Okay. And Zeitler's one of the best in the game. Okay. I covered him in Cincinnati. He's one of the best so, to do it. You know, those are known quantities for me. Whereas Corbett is an unknown quantity, and that's uh, just which is human nature. Sure, unknown quantities make me nervous. Eight games into the year, we might say, "Oh, dude, Corbett's a beast." You know, yeah. it's great. This trade worked out. It was Absolutely. a home run. Or we might say, "Vernon's hurt. Corbett's questionable." I mean, and listen, Zeitler's 
amazing I, up for the Giants. I have zero reservations about acquiring Vernon. Uh, you, you know I what I'm it. saying? Yeah, the talent. But you got makes sense. The but again, it goes back. He was to, one of to those big time free agent signings a couple years ago. He was yeah. the headliner. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was like he got like a five year, eighty million. It was eighty million contract. dollars. Yes. So from Miami, um, like he was coming from Miami. So I, I like that end of it, and I recognize to get something of quality, you do have to give up quality. And you know, uh, luckily they have you know uh, had the ability to deal from a position of strength, and that was their offensive line. Can I give you a few names that interest me in free agents? No, but you're going to anyway, so go yeah. ahead. Yeah, uh, One is is the trade. The trade, he could be released. It's really interesting, and I keep hearing about him, and I gave you this uh, last week if they were Does listening he play for Kansas Thursday City? Night. No. Oh, oh no. Okay. no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Who that? Who are you talking about? Demetrius Harris? No. You're talking go about ahead. the tight end? Oh, no. I'm talking about – who were you talking about? Anyways, I'm talking about Deshaun Jackson. You need a speedster. They need some speed. They want some speed. You talk about a a guy who could show Antonio Callaway the way. That's a guy who can do it. Deshaun Jackson's proven averaged over 20 yards per catch last season, I believe. Had a bunch of touchdowns with Ryan Fitzmagic. Is familiar with Todd Munkin. Is on the outs in Tampa Bay. Has one year, $10 million left. If you could get it for two to three years and, and, and do it that way, I think it could totally happen. I think the Bucks are going to release him. He has no guaranteed money. They're either going to release him or try to get something for him, and you'll have to agree to a restructured contract. Deshaun Jackson's one. Your instant reaction to that before I get to a couple others. I'm down. Look at you. Yeah, baby. It just. It I fits. got another Tampa Bay receiver it, for it, you. Mike Evans. No. Adam Humphreys. No. See, I'm I'm not with you. Oh, no, I'm just I'm just throwing it like because oh, oh. he's a free agent. Yeah. You can sign him. Cheap money. I don't know if he's going to be that cheap. I'm worried. Like Danny Amendola got, we, we saw that today, up to $5.75 million. I think it's four and a half guaranteed from Detroit one year. I think Humphrey's younger, had a big year last year. I think he had like 800 yards. He's in line for, I think, a tier tier two contract. Yeah. I, I don't know. Especially because you See, have Landry in your slot. Here, well, in, in here, that, in, that's in, my concern. And in, in my thought process with, with where they're at at the position is Landry's getting X money. Okay, mm-hmm. he's getting wide receiver one money. They had they basically overpaid him a little bit, mm-hmm. which is fine. Okay, rather over overpay my own guys than overpay to get somebody else's guys. Because the thing that people forget about free agency, you're paying for what they've already done. Sure, keep, keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. You're paying for what they already did with the hope that they're going to replicate, if not be better. And that's why you get a little nervous about handing out those big, massive free agent contracts in multitudes. Mm-hmm. One guy's fine because you fill a need, you fill a hole. But when you get into that where you're bringing in three, four guys on those big time deals, that's not, and that's why you're not going to see that. I think Dorsey's got one big ticket item up his sleeve, and then that's going, and then everything else is going to be tier two and tier three free agents. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at this roster, those are actually the players they need. Like, they need depth. Sure. They need those Tier 2 and Tier 3 guys to come in and fill Well, those guys are valuable. Back in. That's Be- important. I understand that. Yeah. But my point is they have, and I, it's been a long time coming, but they have enough Tier 1 guys to compete now. Mm-hmm. Okay? Except at a few spots, which we're, we'll talk about. Right. Yeah. But my point is, is the majority of the starting lineup are Tier 1 guys. Mm-hmm. You have to go back to 2007 when you could say that. So, 
Um, that that's why you're just in such a great spot. Who else you got? All right, so you're on board with Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Now. I think he fits with Landry. I think he fits Perfect. with the offense, fits with Baker, et cetera. You sold me. Next. Jason Verrett. He's a cornerback. He's a nickel corner. He's dealt with a ton of injuries yeah, with the Chargers. Concerns yeah. That concerns me, but he's a stud. I remember when he came out in the 2014 draft. I'm a big draft head. I think people who don't know that yet are going to get used to it. I got I got. Um, and, and he's a ball-hawking type of player. The So... Jason Verrett went 25th, I believe, in that draft. And right before him, Darquez Denard was drafted by the Bengals at 24th. I thought Verrett was the better player. Uh-huh. I think if you can get him on a prove-it type deal, and a lot of teams are probably going to be in the mix, that uh, that's a guy I would at least have on my radar. An- another guy to have on your radar is a former John Dorsey draft pick, Steven Nelson from Kansas City. Ah. Dorsey picked him in round three. He'll be a free agent. Okay. Uh, it's a relationship business. Yeah, and, it is. You know, uh, so I'm just throwing that name out there. I don't know that the Browns have talked to him or in, or, or pursuing him, but just a, just a name to throw out there for fun uh, just because of that, you know, Dorsey connection. That was one of, like, the first things I did was as I looked for John Dorsey former draft picks. <laughs> did, did he draft Demetrius Harris? I think he did. Because he's going to be a free agent. So, just an idea there. He didn't he didn't put up big numbers last year. 12 receptions, I think, but Travis Kelsey's going to get those receptions in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The tight end spot is a need. I think tight end's a dark horse. This is a hot take. Dark horse for that 17th pick. I think there are going to be a couple tight ends there, potentially, that either go off the board right before it or there that have tested really well that he could be tempted with. Yeah, because I, I, I think right now they're, ha- they're trying to figure out if David Njoku will be that dependable – reliable numero uno tight end and he's not their guy so he's not i'm not saying that he can't play i love the pick when it happened actually i remember he was 27th i believe 25th or 27th they ended up yeah they they, they ended up having three first rounders that you know with peppers and yeah they traded back peppers was the second first round pick that year they traded back in to get in to tight njoku and i like him it's by the way it's njoku njoku okay not njoku and by the way one of my Pet peeves is is mispronunciations of players' names like Mike Holmgrum. Oh, Bra- it's Bra- Njoku from when, now when, on. When, hey, <laughs> when you guys talk to Daryl, say David N Joke Njoku. I might end a D at the end. Uh, Joku. No. Is it the end for Joku? Is it the end for Joku? No, no. But but no. but they, I think that that's part because uh, going into next off season, they've got to make him and Jabril Peppers. They've got to deci- decide: do we, re- you know, do we extend these guys? Sure. You know, they're, they're, next year will be the referendum on Sashi Brown's 2017 NFL draft. We mm-hmm. already have the referendum on the 2016 draft. It blew because, like, basically all those guys are gone. Yeah, God, you're right. That draft was awful, and they had a bleep ton of picks. That can year. I give you a confession, real quick? Oh, confess away. I was a fan. Of Corey Coleman coming out of college. So were the Browns. Dude, I was a huge fan. I thought he was a stud. I was like, look at how strong he plays. He, he's going to learn to run routes. I you know, know he's coming for He's going to learn to run routes. And then he had three touchdowns against the Ravens his rookie year. And I was like, see, I was right. And then that was it. I totally got why they drafted Justin Gilbert Ooh. until I forgot or until I learned that he slept through alarm clocks. <laughs> oh, he's not even in the league. Is he in the AAF now? I don't know. But, uh, you know, it, like that was a pick I could at least explain to people. To defend you, I would have come on here if he hadn't signed and said Dave, uh, Danny Amendola would have been a great fit. 
I think that those slot type of wide receivers, even if they're not big, like I, I know that John Dorsey kind of wants a big wide receiver. They're looking for that type of big uh, well, they, wide receiver type they of need, guy. They need it. They don't have that guy. But but what I'm saying, I don't know if Baker even needs that guy. Like I think he's so accurate. In, in a, I'm not saying it wouldn't be beneficial. But I, like, I don't think you need to reach to get it. Now, if you're going to, hey, Mike Evans, how does the, Tampa, you need rebuild a little bit. How's this 17th pick sound? Yeah, I, I want to keep 17. I don't want to start moving my first round picks until next year. Mike Evans, baby. No, no I, get, I, I get what you're saying. Because I, I, here, here, here's my thought on that. Next year, I could, I'll move my first round pick for somebody that can help me now because. I'll project next year that pick's going to be 25 to 32. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's fine. And then you're really talking about a coin flip on right. whether or not they work out. Right. And if you... So basically my first round pick becomes a high second. And even if they do work out, usually it takes two years. It, right. it isn't a plug and play. Like I, the one concern, and we're going to get to your mailbag questions in a second, and I'll ask you any free agents you want. Um, but to me, the, the one thing at 17 defensive tackle wise you take one there and i get it there's a lot of good defensive tackles expecting him to come right in right away and be plug and play it is risky now some of these guys might fall i get it i get some of the names the ed oliver's out there and we'll talk about him a little bit i get all that but expecting in the world from them as a rookie that's a lot to ask it it is you want a couple names yeah give give me a couple of years give me a couple of years not so much me i was going to give you a couple of names that People would get excited about, but I don't think we'll be Browns. Okay, these aren't mailbag questions, though. Correct. Okay, perfect. Because yeah. we'll get to the mailbag the, the, in like I think three this, minutes. I, and I think this will help clean out some of the mailbag questions. That's fair. Okay? Let's do it. Tyron Matthew. Even though there's the connection oh. with Steve Wilkes. I love him. I, I love do, Tyron. Uh, it, He's it, the again, Badger. It, it's not a matter of a of, of a personal preference oh. here. This isn't a matter of. I, love I, I just I don't think it. These are just big names that I just don't see happening. If they sign Tyron Matthew, I'm going to the locker room with you, everyone. Okay, that's fine. Again, doesn't mean I don't like the guy. It'd be a great signing. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to happen. Okay, and Sue. I don't think that's going to happen either. I don't think that one should happen. Okay, I'm worried that he had a pretty good playoffs and an underwhelming season overall in LA and he's going to get paid and he shouldn't uh a guy that I would be interested in but he's a restricted free agent Mm. and he's within the division and he's a defensive tackle Michael Pierce oh okay I'd be interested in him I just don't think that there's any realistic shot and the last then the last name I'll give you I actually I'm not going to mention one because they they got their defensive end uh via trade so he's already out but um Another guy that I don't think is going to be a Brown, even though a lot of people are ringing the bell, mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Interesting. I don't think he'll end up a Brown. Why? Because of money? Money. Uh, slash, because he's a high-end backup to right, me. Slash, I think they really like Drew Stanton as their backup quarterback. I could see Freddie Kitchens so like Drew Stanton. Those, those are my four or five guys that I do not think will be Cleveland Browns. Even though by mentioning any one of those names, or even if the Browns did sign one of those guys, I'd love the pickup. I just don't think it's realistic that those guys will be Browns. A decade ago, people would be wondering if Ryan Fitzpatrick would start for the Browns. So <laughs> the fact that he might not even be the backup is a, a step in the right direction. I believe real we call quick, that progress. We'll take a we'll take a quick timeout, but real quick. Uh, oh, I, I lost my train of thought. Who was it? Oh, Clay Matthews. You think he's got a shot? 
Uh, he's on my list. He's on your list. Daryl's checking it twice. Up next, your questions as the free agency edition, your free agency primer continues here on the Cleveland Sports Beat Podcast. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm James Rapine. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Daryl, we asked for questions, and we got them. We have so many questions. We can alternate. We can go through them. I'll try to answer as many as we can. We got some duplicates, but that's all right. It's okay to have duplicates. (laughs) A lot of people have the same... Feeling same wondering. Uh, this one was interesting. Uh, and I think a lot of people uh, are worried about kicker. Charles David, and he didn't really ask a question, but I'm going to make it one. Should the Browns make Goskowski the highest paid kicker and not have to worry about kicks ever again? Your thoughts on Steven Goskowski, because I know this has been a, um, a thing. Look, and, and I saw it. You see it in the NFL. You don't think about kicking, and you take it for granted until you don't have it, and then every extra point makes you nervous. Until Cody Porky's banking him off uprights. He's available. Yeah. Anyways. I <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> Goskowski, you interested? Uh, I'm interested in them upgrading kicker, yes. Okay. Um, Goskowski or whoever else might be available. I, I think that they need to push Greg Joseph a little bit. Uh, one of the... Tenets of John Dorsey's GM is to drive competition. I wrote it this morning to look for him to find a way to drive some competition for Joseph. Because I, I thought Joseph did a nice job last year, but when you're at the highest level now, where the Browns are trying to get, I, I think you have to uh, you have to push that position to make sure you got the guy. Mm-hmm. So if it happens, if, if that means going out and the. The thing with the thing with kicking now, it, you know, it's first of all, it's being phased out slowly but surely. All right. Um, I actually hated when they moved the extra point. Now I love it. I think it's great. I think it's great for the game. It adds strategy. It adds pressure. Uh, extra points are no longer guaranteed, um, and, and all those type of things. So. Driving competition to kicker smart, whether it's Kaskowski or someone else, I do think that, and I wrote it this morning, I do think that John Dorsey absolutely needs to do that at kicker. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I'm just looking here. Did Will Lutz get extended? I don't believe he got extended. It, it's your Saints. I don't think he did either. That's the guy. He's 25. 
L- let me check to make sure here. But I was just looking I'm up. I'm looking like a, right now. The free agent kickers. Yeah, he's a free agent. He's restricted. There you go. Yeah, that's why. He's restricted. So dang it, that's why he's a. Ah, uh, that would be the guy. So like, he, so that, sorry, he's staying a saint. Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> wah, wah. Robbie Gold's already been extended. I, I didn't bring my rim shot, but I'd bring. I did bring a. Wah, wah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Robbie Gold, Josh Lambo, Stephen Goskowski. Yeah, I mean Stephen Goskowski's the guy. Yeah. Like available. That's out there. Um, which I'm fine. I, with, I, honestly. I, I had some people tweeting to me about Phil bringing like Phil Dawson back and that. I just people are, lo- love the idea of it. He's 44. Yeah. Risky. Here's the thing, though. When you talk well, about pushing I will say Greg this. Joseph. He, he knows the stadium. There's one. So if you're talking about pushing Greg Joseph, Phil Dawson, you it'd be really tough to bring him in and not just give him the job, right. assuming he's making kicks. What about Dan Bailey? What about one of these guys, you know, who's 30, 31, 32? And I know age isn't a huge deal when it comes to kick, but it still matters as far as leg strength goes. Uh, Steven Goskowski. Well, how old is Adam Vinatieri? Like 51? I'm being facetious. He's, he's 46. In, he's, he's in 44? his 40s. He's like 45 or 46, I think. Yeah, but he resigned already. He's 46. He resigned. But age, yeah, I, I would take just a number. I would take Vinatieri. He's Kickers are people too, but age. Goskowski's 35. Yeah, if, but if I'm Goskowski, I'm taking a million less to stay in New England. That's me. But who knows? Maybe he's got his rings. He's ready to. I would take him. So come to Cleveland. Be like. So you open to it? Yeah, I think I am too. All right, let's continue this with is this. really freaky. I'm open to a lot of things yeah, you're look suggesting. At you. So Deshaun Jackson. I'm open-minded. Look, Deshaun Jackson first. Steven Goskowski. They're, they're going to score a lot of points if they get those two. Will says, are the Browns done trading for players? No. You've already answered that. No, you think no, they're on I, board. I, I think that, again, one of the splash moves potentially could be a trade. I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know with whom. But I do think that the splash move potentially could still be with a trade. But no, I do not think will the Browns are done. I would be trades. shocked. Remember, John Dorsey made 14 trades last year. And okay? he won't make that many because it's his right. guys. I, I understand. But he that. likes dealing. But he does like to make trades. So no, he's not he's not done trading for players. He's not done trading players. In fact, Duke Johnson's at the top of my list of guys that are going to get traded if at some point. If he got traded during this podcast, I wouldn't be shocked. Right. Seriously. By the way, here, here, here you go. Over under number of hours before this podcast becomes obsolete. Go. Oh, none, none, <laughs> none. The guys we we're talking about, they're going to be out there forever. Um, right. What Will, else we got? Will followed it up. Do you think the Browns sign both a veteran linebacker and defensive tackle in free agency? That's interesting to me. I would say definitely linebacker, and in my eyes, they should do both. DT and linebacker. It doesn't mean a starting defensive right. tackle, but they should sign. Again, they need depth everywhere. They, everywhere on the defense, they need depth. Okay? So, uh, I'll say yes to both. Yeah. I think it's just it's a no-brainer to me, yep. especially if you're investing the 17th pick. You're going to be able to find a bargain somewhere. There's always bargains. Uh, a capable backup defensive tackle. And, and, and before we continue, I just want to lay out, and I laid this out this morning on the website, but just for the purposes of this, of this podcast, I just want to kind of put in perspective for people the type of contracts that John Dorsey handed out last year, okay? We already touched on TJ Carey's deal and Chris Hubbard's deal. I need one three, of those deals. Who three, do I ask about that? I, I want one. Three some three other contracts, though, that were the quote the that got people's attention last year, but they weren't real sizable mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde of course they traded it ended up trading him to Jacksonville and he's a free agent now but 
He signed a three-year, $15 million deal with $5 million guaranteed mm-hmm. at the time, okay? Chris Smith, defensive end, three years, $12 million, four and a half of that guaranteed, okay? Terrence Mitchell, corner, uh, three years, $10 million, four and a half guaranteed, all right? I think that those type of contracts are what we're going to see here, mm-hmm. okay? Those Tier 2 and Tier 3 level contracts, um, that's, I think, what fans can expect. Again, we're all caught up in the top free agents. You know, Jared Cook, the Oakland tight end, would love if the Browns br- brought him in. But again, when I'm looking at my roster building, the guy's 32 years old. And yeah, he's productive. You're talking about a guy who had six touchdowns last year. He's the best player just on the Raiders a, right, from a skill player uh, standpoint. Just, just under 900 yards receiving. One of their top receivers on the team. But a, again, Dorsey's also looking for that value. Okay, so it's easy for me to sit here and say Jared Cook should be one of the top targets for the Browns in free agency. True, but when I look at the overall team building aspect, uh, salary cap management, and, and those type of things, I don't know that signing would make sense mm-hmm. from a fisc a fiscal responsibility standpoint. If, sure. if they, you know, if, I totally if you understand sure. where I'm going. Yeah. So you know. Uh, I think Tyler Eifert, isn't he a free agent? Tyler Eifert is a free agent. Um, Jesse James from the Steelers. There, There isn't a more talented tight end available than Tyler Eifert. I, I'll say that right, right now. Uh, uh, he's I, more talented than Cook, I'll, but he's had so many injury issues. I'll give you another name within Max Williams from Baltimore. Hmm. Remember, remember now. Can I give you one more? Sure, but l- l- go ahead. L- Remember, you're taking a step up from Darren Fells. Does that make sense? Like that's what you're doing. You're you're improving upon that. You know, because Darren Fells was your number two tight end last sure. year. Okay. Yep. So what you're doing is you, you, they're going to release him probably today. That that should hit the transaction wire today. You'll save the two two and a half million dollars. So what you're doing is you're improving upon that. So just again, I'm just trying to provide fans with realistic expectation, realistic perspective on some of these moves. We get excited about those big names. It's why I said I don't think Indomitian Sue's coming here, even though he'd Gronk. be Gronk. What if Gronk returns? No, oh, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. No, but, I'm just... You, you know, I just, I'm just trying, I'm not trying to rain on anyone's parade, but I'm just trying to provide some realistic perspective of where things are at. Can I give you a name? Yeah, sure. Cameron Brait. He's under contract for the next five years. Worked with Todd Munkin in Tampa Bay. Was awful last year. What's his? Was awful. Dealt with injuries. Had uh, two starts. He did play in all 16 games. Only had 30 receptions for 289 yards. And I want him why? Because I think he might get released. And if he gets released, he's a guy who had eight, six, and six touchdowns three consecutive seasons. Is more of a receiving type of tight end. I don't know. Are you looking for a block only? I'm not looking for a no, block only I, tight end. I, I, I'm looking. I'm looking for the complete package. There. That's fair, and and that's why we keep talking about why, it. Why do you think John Dorsey came out? I and, think uh, it, they might get the best the best available tight end, especially for the money at 17. Well, like Noah Fant, like right. I think that one of those guys is going to be there. One of those Iowa tight. Maybe they trade back to 23 and take him. Who knows? But if defensive line is so deep. I would not be shocked if they they go elsewhere at seventeen. I'm just saying. I or know if, everyone's talking or, defensive line, or if the top linebacker is there. Totally agree with that. I, I, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, they they have flexibility. What else you got in the mailbag? 
Um, now that we've replaced Collins with Vernon, what players do you expect us to acquire to fill at defensive end? In the the one that everyone keeps talking about is Justin Houston, who's now available. Rumor has it that he may command the fifteen million he was set to make anyway per year. Again, I don't see, especially now with Olivier Vernon in town, Miles Garrett. Are they spending fifteen million per on a Justin Houston? Well, I mean, Houston would be my guy. See, here's here's the thing with with because. Because why I, not I got, just give up a seventh for him if you were going to do that? I got that. grief for saying for for saying this last week. You know, I was just kind of making the correlation when they kicked out Jamie Collins and, and brought in Vernon. I said they basically replaced Jamie Collins, and what I meant was edge rush, the production. You know, outside linebacker, defensive end. They're now starting to call him just the edge guys, and I, I think that what John Dorsey is going to look for, and I got a couple of names are some guys that might not necessarily command premier tier one dollars, but you could get some flexibility and value. Cause that's the other thing is you need, you need guys that give you a little flexibility too. Sure. Okay. Um, linebackers, I think Anthony Barr, uh, he's 26 from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, four time pro bowler too. Uh, I think he, he might be someone to look at, uh, kid from tampa bay Quan alexander like him a lot and he's not going to be retained by tampa bay right preston smith from washington he had eight sacks in 2017 but just four last year so his production dropped a little bit mm-hmm. but you might be able to get a little value there uh some uh, again in that edge rusher flex guy type thing uh d dn outside linebacker shaq barrett from denver um Limited a little bit last year uh, with uh, injury, but you know had three uh, you know had three sacks. Um, uh, Henry Anderson from the Jets. He's a defensive end, defensive tackle, flex guy. Uh, he had seven sacks last year. Okay, but he played like sixty percent of their snaps on defense. Interesting. Okay. Um, so I again I'm just I I'm trying to think outside the box. Sure, because that's how it usually is. We we hone in on three or four names at the top of a list, and usually it's not those four right. that the Browns are even targeting. That yeah, I mean I, listen, targeting. I could seriously say, hey, you, they, go out and get Tyron Matthew and Indomitian Sue and Michael Pierce and then you know it, I, I'm trying to think outside the box and also think in terms of John Dorsey how he builds the team and. and providing Steve Wilkes with flexibility with guys too. Um, that I mean, is the one thing Tyron will give. Yeah. Is a I, bunch of is a bunch of flexibility. I, safety. I, I get it. But remember you're gonna spend a lot of money at safety this offseason when you extend Demarius Randall. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Jabril Peppers is going to be coming due next year unless you make the determination that we're going to move Matthew's on from better. Uh, if if you I, make the determination you I, move on from Jabril and go with Matthew. I And I, you have him for you have him with a fifth-year option. You have him for five. So you still have him for three more years, technically, if you right. want him. I, 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 but just, I, get, I get what you're saying. Just we're trying to think big picture here. As John likes, he, it, it was actually very smart of him to mention this at the combine. He said, listen, I'm not only trying to build the win for today, but I also have to look at three or two, three years down the road here and making sure that I have the assets a la cap space to do what I need to do to keep this team together and competitive. So I'm just trying to think of some pieces and parts that you can fit in. 
fill a few holes temporarily or give you some flexibility because that's where we're at with this team. Again, we're not we're not having to go out and talk about Dorsey replacing 10, 11 starters like he did a year ago. I know what receiver they're going to get. Do, uh, I, I'm going to break the news. I, I can't believe I haven't put this together before, and I'm no genius. They're going to get Randall Cobb. <laughs> I'm ser- I'm not saying that this is their big, like, free agent that's splash. The big, that's the big splash move? No, no, it's not. But that's who they're going to get. He was in Green Bay when they drafted him. Literally the director of college scouting. By the way. I could see that happening. Time out. We got something? From Jeff Howe. The Giants are still involved in trade discussions with Odell Beckham Jr., according to a source. What? Yes! Jeff. Let's see, Jeff. There it is right there. Verified Twitter account. There it is. Got the blue check. Oh, my God. There you are. All right, let's talk about this real quick. But, yeah, Rand- Randall Cobb, Randall Schmob. We're talking about Odell Beckham Jr. here, Daryl. We're talking about Odell Beckham Jr. I would give up 17. I would give up next year's first, and I would give up Jabril Peppers for Odell Beckham Jr. Right and now. stick them with a $20 million cap hit. I'm down. I'm just a young, controllable player. They just lost their safety, by the way, Landon Collins. You know here's what I'm the, saying? Here's the it, other thing, two though. first. Like, that's a lot for Odell. But, but here's the other thing. But I would do it. I, again, I'm going, to, I'm going to the team building aspect of things. Um, Don't you dare. Don't do this. I, I am. It's Odell Beckham Jr. I understand that. With Baker Mayfield I and Kareem it. Hunt and Nick Chubb and Randall Cobb. I, because that's going to happen. You can mark it down right now. I I get it. Can't believe I didn't think I'm about not, that before. I'm, I'm, I'm not arguing against the player. I'm trying to provide an analytical angle to this and and trying to think because it's easy for us to hear sit here and say, yeah, I'll give up 17, I'll give you I'll give you my 2021st and and some change or whatever. That's the easy part. But if you're John Dorsey and you're trying to navigate your salary cap and and Roster build, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, Odell on his contract. Oh, good God. Here we go. You know. Here we go. I, again, I'm not arguing. No, I'm not go, go arguing. Ahead. I, I get what you're I, doing. I, you're I, being realistic. I'm not arguing against his value. I'm not arguing against the quality of the player. I'm not arguing about the idea of pairing him with Jarvis Landry again. I love everything about trying to trade for Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, but I have to also think practically about where the Browns are at with their cap and in that you're talking about a guy who's going to make uh nearly 17 million this year mm-hmm. next year he is due uh let's see here I'm looking for yearly cash 14 here we go. million 14.2 in 2021 it's 15.75 2022 15 15 but there is an out there's an out after 2021 because I believe all the guaranteed money will have been paid in the contract. So you'd you'd have him two more years if you want to get out of it, then you, you can. Here's the um, thing with his deal. It's through 2023. Right. That's his age 30 season. Right. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be great between now and then. Right. Sign me up. I, again, I'm just trying to be very How much practical. is too much? How much is too much as far as Two what? firsts. Um, in two starters, is that too much? Well, 
if 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 one of the start, especially if one of the starters, because there are a lot of safeties out right. there. I throw out Jabril Peppers, but I'm kind of serious. That's the kind of deal that I think the Giants would be looking for. Now, here's what I'm getting at, though. You look at Jarvis Landry's contract, okay? Uh, you're looking at uh, cash this year's 12.5 and change. Next year, 13. Uh, he's got a 13.3. And then in the final year, 2022, 15. So you're talking almost $30 million in cash, mm-hmm. okay? You're talking $30 million in cash per year for those two wide receivers, and hang on a second. I'm toggling back and forth between both because I'm trying to, I'm trying to do the mathematical gymnastics in my head mm-hmm. as far as what the the, the cap figures would be. Um, Odell, you're looking at about a twenty million. You're looking around nineteen million per year until that final year. Uh, Jarvis is going to cost you uh, fourteen. So we're looking at around. Thirty million in cap space for two players. Okay. Now uh, again, I'm just I'm just going. Saying. I'm just going through all now, the all now here. Now, now let's continue to it. do it though. We got to keep. We got to keep going. Baker Mayfield has three more years left on his rookie deal. They'll Correct. exercise that fifth year option. Right. That's the rest of Landry's deal. Correct. So that that to me, that's why you could do. I totally get. It. If you would have thirty million tied up in Baker, and you'd be in this this weird spot, it would be hard to do it without moving on from Landry. Right. I also think that if you need to get out of Landry's contract a year early or, or restructure it, maybe Landry would be willing to restructure it. I wouldn't be shocked if he would be. Right. A lot of players are going to want to play with Baker Mayfield the way it's trending. A lot of players are going to want to join the Browns. Like, if you get Odell Beckham Jr., the perception of the Browns, not that it's different, not By already the way, different, you, you the mentioned- perception does a complete one. It's already, it's cool to be a Brown. If Odell Beckham Jr. and Baker Mayfield are, I promise you, it is cool to be a Brown. Period. By the way, Deshaun Jackson went to, went to I guess, went to Instagram. I can say that. Deshaun Jackson went to Instagram, and I don't know what he did, but there everybody's tweeting about it right now because uh, all the NFL Network reports are talking about Deshaun Jackson has not been officially released, but he basically edited himself via the Instagram post. So apparently he is pretty much done with, uh, with them. So... Yeah, uh, he, oh, he, he did oh, yep. Tampa, it was a great experience, yeah, he, yeah, but things it. didn't work out. Looking forward to my next destination. Stay tuned. I'm on board. Yeah. I'm on board. Um, but but the Odell Beckham Jr. thing, I think that takes over. You you asked for some do we have any more questions here that we yeah, need to get f- to? Fi- fire fire up fire away. We're here. I think, let's go. Yeah, let, let's do some more questions here because we've talked plenty about Odell. Um do you think the Browns will pursue Sue? No. Yeah, we already covered that. that. Nope. Um we got most of them done. Um, here's what I'll think, and here's kind of how we can end this and put a bow on it. John Dorsey, in a league that now it's suddenly fun to be aggressive, and it's kind of the the way winners win. Like, the winning teams now have been aggressive in recent years. It's good to have an aggressive GM. Like, it's it's good. The league's trending this way, and you have a guy who's not afraid to make that move. Right. I come from covering the Bengals, right? Guess who's not trading for Odell Beckham Jr. no matter what the asking price is ever? The Bengals? The Bengals would never do that. If I would have came out with an order, here's why Andy Dalton would be great with Odell Beckham, people would laugh because they know it would never happen. Right. The fact that we can realistically have a po- this possibility and talk about it and talk about Sue and talk about Jason Vera and talk about Randall Kyle and all these different possibilities, it's a credit to John Dorsey 
and what he's built in a very short time here because now the the people of Cleveland and Browns fans have hope. Yeah. Hope is very powerful. And that's the other thing with an Odell Beckham Jr. trade. You want to make a, you want to build a culture. Part of building a culture is oh my god, it's it's fun to be a like it is cool. It's the trendy thing being a Brown. Baker Mayfield, fun. People love him, not just fans, players. Right. Players love Odell Beckham Jr. Players love Jarvis Landry because if you can ball and you can dance and you can be one of the guys too. It's an entertainment business. I'm telling you, man, go get him. I got a couple questions here just on looking at my mentions. Uh, Eddie wants to know, under the radar signings to look for, we went through about five or six guys that uh, there. Uh, Ash wants to know, what about Jamie Collins' release? Uh, this is in relation because I tweeted out about uh, the Brown salary cap situation. Yeah. Uh, believe we were at $79 million before the move. Uh, that was already computed. He was released. So the because uh, I believe it was Albert Breer. That yeah, Albert Breer is the one that tweeted out this morning the updated cap figures for every team, and he had the Browns with the third most room at seventy nine million and some change. I went ahead then with the impending moves of uh, Darren Fells being released, which adds two and a half to the cap, and then the net cap loss of the Zeitler Vernon trade, which is ten point three. I came up with just my rough math breaking out a calculator. About seventy-one point two four million in salary cap room, and I hit and uh, Collins was already computed in that ash. So that is why um, he is uh, he was not in, uh, included in that. Uh, Chad wants to know: You think it's worth offering up some money for Tyrell Williams, assuming we won't be able to sign him on anything around ten million? Well, that's probably what he's going to get is in the ballpark of ten million. And yes, I do think that. He would be worth signing. What? I just, I don't. I'm on the other side of Tyrell Williams. I I just, I don't know, again, from the, uh, well, here's the thing. He's 20s. Here's. He's 27. He's He's 6'4". He's he's a big body. I get it. He fits the prototype. The other thing, too, that we haven't touched on here, too. He has 84 catches in two last two years. The, the the type of players that John Dorsey signed last year. Those guys that are in the sweet spots of their career between 26 and 28, 29. Mm-hmm. Those are the type of players that Dorsey's going to be signing here. I'm just scrolling through my mentions here just to, to give. And, and I get it. Williams had 1,000 yards in 2016. But right. the past two years, it's more of a compliment. It, he can be a red zone threat. I just think someone might potentially be overpaying. Now, might not. He might right. hit the ground running and end up with 75 catches next year with 1,000-plus yards and 10 touchdowns. Yeah. But um, unless he's that guy, I'm not paying him $10 million. Yeah, worthless body tweets. Uh, I trust Dorsey to make wise decisions in free agency. I like a linebacker and wide receiver. I think you're going to get that. I, I think that they are going to address wide receiver and free agency, and they're obviously going to have to address linebacker and free agency because, again, the class is very thin at linebacker. You say that assuming they don't trade for Odell Beckham Jr. Right. Yeah. Well. Because if they trade for him, they're not they're not going to go right. after another wide receiver. Um, Randall Cobb. I really think that that's a legitimate thing. You should write a story about that. I should? Okay. You, you could source me. I'll get right on that. Breaking news. 92.3 The Fans Indians Beat Reporter reporting John Dorsey extremely interested in Randall Cobb. You gotcha. can go ahead and run with that. Um, You're welcome. Josh tweets, uh, I don't think we need to overthink this free agent thing. Linebacker, possibly a cornerback or safety and a place kicker. Yeah. Uh, I, I, okay. I yeah. Think, I think we've covered, I, I I'm trying to think that. of what else. I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just going through my men because I want to be fair. You know, we ask people to send the mail back. So I want to make sure that, you know, we're getting, uh, you know, uh, oh, here we go. If uh, I just, uh, in relation to Odell Beckham, 
if you were to make that trade, what would you be willing to give up? Well, two, two ones. Two, two ones, and I'll, get, and and I'll give you some And at least a mid- starter. I'll, well, two ones, and I, I don't want to give up my starters. Two ones, and I'll give you a, a one or two mid-round sweeteners. And Duke Johnson. You mentioned sweetener. I think he's okay, a sweetener. Yeah, 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 yeah th- okay. that's the guy because I think he would complement their offense relatively well, and you could sell we'll him say, on that. Yeah, be the number two back behind Saquon. And, and, and here's the thing: is you know the Patriots are coming hard, right? The Patriots are going to come hard with a huge offer. Like Brady's forty plus. That they're trying to win as many times as they can. So you're going to have to outbid these other teams. You're going to have to give up a lot to get Odell Beckham Jr. Who makes Tyrell Williams look like a bum who's the best free agent right. wide receiver available. So think about it that way. Right. There are not a lot of free agent wide receivers available. I, I know a lot of people like DK Metcalf, but it's considered a relatively weak wide receiver class, I think, in the draft. I think overall there is no Julio Jones. There is no A.J. Green. There's no top guy like that. Kevin Johnson, by the way, the corner that visited the Browns last week, he's expected to go to the Bills, according to Rap So there you go. Sucks for him. All right, so I think I think I think we got kind of good. Uh, so basically, field if we were the GM, we would have. Well, if I was the GM, Deshaun Jackson, Randall Cobb, and Odell Beckham Jr. would all be playing for the Browns. Line them up, baby. Super Bowl, Super Browns. Line them up. No, I'm just as the, as the morning show guys like. It's going to gonna say. be fun. And uh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. He's Daryl Ryder. Follow his Brown coverage at ninety Browns coverage at ninety two three thefancom Follow him on Twitter at RyderWrongFan. You can hit me up at James Rapine on Twitter and do this. If you don't do anything else today after listening to this podcast, subscribe. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, leave us a five-star review on iTunes so more fans can follow us and uh, and find this podcast that's new. And hopefully and, you listen to it today so it's like still like relevant. And, and if not, <laughs> and there is Breaking Browns news, we got you covered later in the week. We will do a second one this week, assuming that there is any We will? Yes, we will. Yeah, I'm going to drag you in here, Daryl. For Daryl Ryder, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening. To the Cleveland Sports Beat Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.